Hi, I'm Dea. I'm Reed. And we are Literally, Literally Dead. Dead. The gayest, funnest podcast of your dreams. Horror podcast. Oh, of course, yeah, horror podcast. We are going to be watching and talking about horror films, mainly queer ones, but not only from the perspective of an editor and an actor, mainly gay people. Yeah. And, um, yeah. We're not going to take it too seriously. No, we're not. Although we know some things about film. We're not that stupid. We're I, pretty, but we're not I, dumb. I've got 2-1 in my degree. I got the results yesterday, so I'm very proud. Me too. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. Um, we're all graduates here. We, um, <gasps> Thank you for watching. Please keep Here's watching. The episode. Please keep watching for my ego. <laughs> Tell me how pretty I am in the comments. Today we're going to be talking about a gay film. We're talking about the vampire lovers from 1970. Lesbians. Lesbians. Beautiful. I really enjoyed this film. Did you finish it? I did. This morning. This morning. I watched it over two nights in the morning. Yeah. Yeah. Quick recap of the film. Um, it's basically a retelling of Carmilla. A lot of lesbian vampire movies are actually retellings of Carmilla. It's like the most famous um, mm -hmm. vampire lesbian story. So... But like vampire, the lesbian vampire genre has been around for a while. Like it's been around since the 1930s. Like one of the first ones is like Dracula's Daughter. Um, but as you kind of come into the 90s, um, they become more bisexual. Like David Bowie's actually in a, a lesbian, lesbian vampire film mm -hmm. called the I think it's the Addiction he's in or yeah. something else. Um, and they become more like ambiguous in terms of their sexuality, and so they they go after men and they go after women as long as they're pretty. <laughs> uh, and you can still kind of see it today in films like Jennifer's Body, which isn't exactly like a vampire film. She's yeah. a succubus, but um, it's taken a lot of inspiration from the lesbian vampire tropes that you see in films like. I love vampire Jennifer's Lovers. Body. We'll have to do an episode on that. I love that film so much. I've watched that film too many times. What's a vampire if not gay? I feel like that's like a criteria you have to have to be like a vampire. You have to be a little bit gay. There are no straight vampires. I fully believe that. I'm just remembering Twilight, and that's very unfortunate. Let's not. Let's not. And let's be fair, that is the gayest straight thing possible. I'm sorry, but what was that thing where he takes off his shirt and he glimmers in the sun like fucking glitter? This is the skin of a killer. This is the I'm a monster. But yes, going back to the film, it was really good. It's a Hammer horror film. Um, I very much enjoyed it. I thought that, um, what's her name? Marcela or Camilla. She goes by two names was very fit mm -hmm. um i just kind of wish the men hadn't gone in the way a little bit i i mean i did think this the plot was very difficult to follow because i tuned out every time a man opened his mouth yeah i kind of struggled to tell someone about a pot because <laughs> <laughs> they all have like, the like puffy collars and the like lamb chop sideburns they really did also why is it that a defining feature of the female vampires is that they're hot but all of the male vampires were ugly. I think that's just men in general. <laughs> Apart from me, of course. It was like disappointing. I was oh, yes. Okay. Um, we should talk about. Okay, so we should. Talk, I think we should talk about the film. Talk about the film. I think we should go through like step by step through the film from the beginning to end. Okay. As much well, I haven't thought of. I haven't got like bullet points, but we'll just go through what we remember. Yes. Do you want to drink first? Yes, absolutely. Happy gay, everybody. Happy gay pride. Um. Oh yeah, this they were filming this like on uh, 
June first. Oh, we're gonna Pride we're gonna be able to go to Pride um right after this. Yeah, and it's gonna be my first Pride since coming out like three years ago. So I'm very happy about that. <laughs> He's first Pride. No, uh, so, and it's like right out the door. Yeah, which is really good. We're lucky. Very, very. So it got really gay when we first got here. It was like not gay at yeah. all. When I went out to go get you, so gay. So gay. Mm-hmm. It's like very gay to like just pop up out of nowhere, like not really on time, but like you've already started the party and everything. It's because, it was like there was nothing at all, and then all of a sudden everything. It's the audacity we have, and it's you know <laughs> truly marvelous. It kind of reminds me of what um, I was talking to. Andrew the other day and we were joking about how um when we were at the barbican and we were saying that like gays are always uh terrible at navigating but they're really fast i feel like that's what's happened today i think i got the short end of the stick because i'm blind so i can't navigate but i'm also really fucking slow so um thanks you have big tits though uh, for anyone true. just listening <laughs> she has really big tits that is... <laughs> they can't see so i just gotta describe it uh, not too much detail. Anyway, do you want to do you want to do this? Yeah, I want to drink now after you've had to say that. Christ, it means to be objectified. I thought I was safe here with these gays. I can't open it. My okay. nails are short. For any women watching, my nails are short. Are you trying to get a girlfriend out of this? Listen, this doesn't work out. I'm trying to work out. You know what I mean? I can't, you open. I mean, it. you're doing a, a a podcast talking about talking. lesbian vampires. I mean. What else is going to get you a girlfriend? For any lesbian vampires. <laughs> I'm single. What do you have to do? Just have fucking nightmares about big grey cats? No, because I never understood that. So, as it goes, the kind of general plot of the movie is, is that um, Marcela gets dropped off by this countess lady who, like, kind of seduces the older fatherly figure in the manor. And she goes, oh, I have to go. My, like, brother, sister's uncle's dying. Um... Can you, ooh, can you pick up my like, can you look after my daughter and then it's like Marcela or Carmilla whatever name she goes by at the time and she kind of seduces the daughter of the household while she stays with them and eventually like kills them pause let's start from the beginning so it opens up yeah with a man ugh Oh my god, this but I forgot about this bit. Yeah, refusing to mind his business. I'm just trying this one. While some badass lesbian fucking vampire is just trying to live her best life. She's been slumbering and asleep for god knows how long, and she's just woken up and she's literally just dancing in the forest, killing a couple of people, maybe. But she's being gay, be slay. So like and he, it's abnormal about that. Besides, it's his business. I don't he he comes out here homophobic as fuck, and he's like, "I have to challenge these evils because he they have like these magical shroud things." And he throws the shroud out the window, and he's cowering behind this window. <laughs> it's like I must challenge this evil, and he almost gets seduced by um, the vampire, who at the time I thought was his sister because all he could talk about was his sister. I was like, "What the fucking is incest type thing?" It's my sister. I know. I did. I realized She's that. Just after- hot. And he's like, oh, her powers paralyzed me. No, she her was just hot. She, she just had tits hot. out, basically. I mean, to be fair, I would be paralyzed too, but that's not the point. Yeah, you would let her bit you. You'd be dead. I would be, be dead. dead. If there's Happily. one thing you won't survive. Happily. It is anything with big tits. Cheers. Happy gay. Happy gay. Ooh. Ooh. <clears throat> so yeah, so it opens up with that and that scene and he beheads the vampire. Which, like, unfortunate vampire. If you can do anything when you're presented with such an attractive, sexy vampire, it's not behead them. It's not behead them. It's that's not the appropriate reaction to have. No, 
And then it cuts to the future, and that's when uh, Carmilla goes around seducing hot women and murdering them. Yeah, but I was so shook that he killed her. Like, how does he not just let her buy him? I know you would. I would. One thing I was, I thought it was such an interesting, like, obviously, when it comes to different vampire films, different vampire mythology, they, they have different ideas of what being a vampire is. I liked that they had this sort of like veil idea that like each mm-hmm. vampire had this. I wish it was used a little bit more than it is mm-hmm. because I didn't really understand it, but I thought it was very good. To be honest, when I saw that it was like a Hammer horror film, they're very much known for like their corny kind of, you know, rubber suit man running around after people um, mm-hmm. type horror. And it was very su- like, subtle, but it was very tasteful in the way things were done. Yeah, and I was surprised about that because on Letterboxd it actually says an erotic uh, horror masterpiece or something in the title uh, in the description in the description. That's the one. <laughs> um, and I was like watching half this movie, and I was like, it's not particularly like grotesque in the way it like depicts naked female bodies in any any way. And I really like appreciated that. No, the visuals entirely. I mean, I'll get into the the you know maybe the costumes and the mm. characters in a minute, but just the visuals in general, the fog. The gravestones, the beautifully painted backdrops, the castle. It was like gothic kind. It was It was so good. Everything. It was very like it was very romantic in that kind of way where mm-hmm. she's like standing on this like um well Marcela's standing on this like um patio type thing and she's got these two pillars around her and she's in this flowing red dress and the wind is blowing and she's just looking at this like there's this man, like, mastermind vampire, and he keeps coming up, but he's never really mentioned. But she's looking at him right off into the distance, and she's just so, like, beautiful, because she's obviously, like, a very conventionally attractive actress. Um, and you just think, this isn't this isn't an evil woman. She's just stunning. <laughs> also, was it that ugly, hideous vampire man that was killing everyone? Was it? Because the main, oh, main vampire, what's her name? Oh, Marci- uh, she goes by two, she's Carmilla or Marcela, so... I'm just gonna call her out. Marcela. Marcela. Um, she was cute, but like I didn't think she was killing everyone. She killed when she had to. Yeah. But she was feeding off of her girlfriend's titty, right? Yeah, she was feeding and she was allowing them to be sick. But especially in the second relationship, because there is like a kind of there's a smaller one that happens in the beginning, um, between her and The one that dies, the, the blonde one, one. The one that dies, the blonde one. And that one you kind of see a little bit of. And there are some tender moments there, but you see mostly the second relationship she has with, I think her name is Laura. And you see this second relationship she has. Mm-hmm. And it's very, like, tender. You, she says to her, she holds her face in her hand and she says, I want you to love me forever and ever. And I will love, always love you. Stuff like that. And then she says, I'm sure we'll always be friends. God, that pissed me off so much. She's like, don't you want a handsome man to come and rescue you? And she says, why would I want that? I want you and only you. And I'm just like, Get the hint. It's really sad too, because like uh, Marcella's like, uh, like her like main magical power is to pussy whip people. Yeah. Like generally, she's got like she vagina like brainwashing powers. She does that to the um, governess that like and runs. the guy and the guy, yeah, the butler. But she couldn't do it to the girl she wanted to actually fall in love with her. It's very um, sad, but I think it kind of presents it in a kind of like almost tragic way where she's like feeding off of her life force, but she is presented as genuinely loving. Um, yeah the girl but yeah so you know that opens up with the guy and then it goes to this like dance scene with a bunch of like ball gowns yeah there's a lot there's a ball scene and it was very cool also during this whole film why does every single woman in this film look like a variant of lana del rey 
Also, do you see how thin all the eyebrows were? They were very thin. It was like different albums. Like, well, <laughs> um, the ballroom scene is really great because you can see like Marcela's in this like red dress and all the straggots are in like gold. And then like her two like victims of the film, they're both in like a kind of blue color. Mm-hmm. And it's like, okay, so you can see who the main players are going to be here. And it's a great way of like, ex- like kind of showing who she's really interested in. They're dancing at one point, uh, her and the main girl, and she's like, everyone else at this party's staring at that woman, um, but she's staring at you. And then the guy goes, no, she's staring at you. <laughs> I, was, I, was, I was very scared when we got to that ballroom and there was a bunch of straight people dancing. Yeah, I was nervous. I was like, oh no, this is going to be one of those lesbian ones where it's like the essence of lesbian. But no, no, it wasn't. I mean, no, it's not it's even like fun. 20 minutes, not even 20 minutes into film when you're getting like lesbian kisses. Mm. I mean, come on. They call each other dearest and holding each other and giving each other flower crowns. It was very cute. Do you think that it like speaks to like um, a lot in horror, which is like underestimating women? I think like it's very interesting looking at like the difference between like a male-led vampire film and a female-led vampire film in terms of queerness, because men are either seducing straight women. Um, or they're very ugly. And if we go and talk about the ones that are seducing straight Twilight and stuff, it's presented as a good thing. They're rescuing these women from a mundane life or abuse or, you know, something they don't want to be in, and they are taking care of them and they're creating an immortal, beautiful life together. But when a lesbian tries to do the same thing, it's, they're stealing our women! Um, and they can never really have a happy ending until you get to like a more modern film. Um, yeah. And it's interesting because when you look at uh, the way gay men are presented in like a horror film, they're very much also predatory, but in a very different kind of nature. They are like, coming, they're going, they're going to be aggressive. They're, they're gonna what? Be there. On who? <laughs> <laughs> oh, for fuck's sake. They're, they're going for it, all right? Fuck you. Um, but whereas a lesbian, when she wants to get to her her victim, if it's you or her partner, do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, she has to kind of be a more subtle, she goes in with a more feminine route and she kind of seduces them. And that's why she is so dangerous and predatory because uh, because the men don't know, you know? Yeah. The men can't know. That's they what can't I'm protect about, her. Like, they're underestimating because yeah. like, I feel like only would they have allowed that situation to happen with a woman. I mean, they, they took Marcella in, not knowing much about her, yeah, and just allowed her to live there. And even when there were issues, it multiple times, they didn't even <laughs> suspect her. No, they didn't. Um, the servants do uh, at some points. Well, no, the servants suspect the governess at some points, but never Marcella herself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think, yeah... It kind of shows how like invisible like lesbian relationships yeah. and sapphic in general relationships were not even just during like the time the film was made, but also the time the film was written for, you know? Like it's like set in the like 1700s. And at the time there wasn't really any laws presented preventing like sapphic relationships. I mean, it was like, but that is such a good point, especially considering the timing, which is like the seventies, which is like, you know, the same decade in which, uh, like gay, well, I was gonna say gay rights were altered, but like you know, gay laws about gay men were altered. Yeah. So it's interesting to, to to know, and honestly, like you said, like films like this going back to the thirties, like it's it's crazy to think that almost like so much sort of sapphic 
like romance was allowed to make its way into somewhat mainstream or film yeah. because it was just so not taken serious by because the men who allowed it. It wasn't presented as being a, a real mm -hmm. form of romance. If it was a man of, you know, lower class birth or a different race, it's kind of like a predatory man coming after this woman. But if it's another woman coming after this woman, then it's like, oh, she's just making her ill and then we can make her better again. It's like, you know, it's, it's like lesbians are just a plot device to them. Kind of, yeah. And even though like this- Not a real threat. Yeah. It happens in a lot of like, lesbian vampire and queer like horror in general um but i am kind of enjoyed i enjoyed how sympathetic it was in this film in particular to like their relationship they were tender towards each other there was a scene of them like running around and this uh trying on each other's clothes and you know giggling and laughing and and holding hands and you know being together yeah. as a happy people and it's quite funny because at some point it's presented as uh is coming after her you know there's like an ominous music cue and all i can think of is, is these people look so happy right now <laughs> i mean she was letting her get sick she was i mean let's not let's not act like she was an angel no she wasn't, an angel. She wasn't an angel i wouldn't say she's like particularly a good person obviously um and she is presented as this kind of evil person. She comes from this evil family. They they feed every year or so on people and they love being causes of chaos and mayhem and stuff. Um, but it kind of begs the question if... Cause, because at some points she does just go and eat people. Like at one point the woodcutter's daughter's funeral happens and it's like she can just go and eat people. Mm -hmm. um, so why does she bother creating this fantasy with laura and she's a groomer emma she's a groomer. come on sorry she's not a groomer no just a loser <laughs> the only thing she's groomed is that two persian cats oh um no i the screams in the film the screams in the films were what was that the screams in the film were good yeah um, a bit much. I mean, especially, I don't even know. I was going to, like, there's three main screams. There's a couple screams, three main ones. The two the blonde girl does. The first one where she screams over and up. The scream, she scrumped. She was getting paid. Did you see, was there, like, six screams over and over again? To be honest, I really struggled to keep track of how many screams it was because after I watched this film, I watched Indiana Jones and the Temple of Doom, and that's with the blonde lady, and she's constantly screaming <laughs> throughout that film. So I'm just like, oh yeah, I just watched a horror film with less screaming than well, in this family action adventure. Those screams are good, but I just always feel so weird because none of the screams were in actual, besides right at the end. Yeah. There's one scream that a woman does when she finds uh, the girl dead in bed. Um, with like blood coming out of yeah, it. Yeah. Um, that's like okay, that's valid. But like most of the other screams are just waking up from nightmares and just screaming at the wall. The nightmares that always got to me because it's like, why are you afraid of this cat? Like You're so this giant, great big cat, and it's like it's a cat. Also, why is it so erotic? <laughs> like when they were in bed, like having their nightmares, it was so erotic. Yeah, she was, she was. Doing something. The first girl with the, the, the blonde one who dies. Yeah. She was having her nightmare. I swear she was fucking her fucking fur blanket. Was she not having sex with that thing? To be honest, right? When she was like lying in bed and screaming and her eyes are closed and she's making these weird movements, <laughs> I thought Marcela was going to come out. <laughs> no, wait. There's a scene where her and her, her main girlfriend. Yeah. 
like she basically they have sex right yeah kind they're, of. they're like like fine well it's it's like implied it's like right. it looks like marcella goes down on her i hope she does um but then it switches to another scene and the governess is like walking through the house whatever and he's screaming i thought they were going to do like a oh she's having another nightmare but she was really getting ate out by marcella but no it was they were just cutting to the that night yeah i but it was very very unfortunate unfor- unfortunate yeah. i don't know which way but it's very unfortunate time. Struggle to figure out why the cat was related to anything. Um, but he was cute. No, but I Look, loved Gustav the cat. Gustav was the best character in this film. I he hope slayed his role. He, he did. was adorable. Fifteen seconds of screen time, and he made that film. He really did. Um, Gustav is his little meows. Oh, Gustav! <laughs> Gustav's such a good name for a cat too. Look, I love Gustav. I mean, come on! You're gonna have a bunch of lesbians yet to have like a cat. You need to have a pussy in there somewhere. I know you didn't want to make that joke, so I made it for you. <laughs> oh, you know that really got me. What? When um, and I feel like any any gay person who's like had enough experience with uh, closeted people would relate to this. But when she's talking to you know her girlfriend, who's not her girlfriend, mm. and she you know she's talking about loving boys, and she's like, "No, love me," and then she's all, "We'll always be friends." And then she says, "It's not the same thing. It's different." referring to like fucking men than fucking women she's like yeah i know we've been like low-key shagging but like it's different with a man it's not the same with a woman so much to be honest i was like what do you see in her what do you see in her?" that was the most homophobic thing to happen that whole film she's like no you love me and she's like we'll always be friends but i have to love a man it's just different a woman can't love a man it's giving a woman the way the man loves a woman if anyone's seen um the anime madoka magica at one point the girl runs off and she goes girls can't love girls girls can't love girls <laughs> that it's giving very much that <laughs> like she's just denying it to herself because she's scared someone in the comments is gonna be like oh but what if she was actually straight the whole time what if fuck off yeah what if she's she was not straight literally so i thought marcilla looked like sarah jane Sarah Jane? I guess like a young Sarah Jane. She did. She 100% did. I kept calling her Sarah Jane. Hmm. It's really bad because I wrote notes while I was watching the film and I just referred to her as Sarah Jane. I was like, um, her face when Sarah Jane went down on her. <laughs> Sorry. Whoa. No, Marcella, when she went down on the, her girlfriend. Yeah. Did you see her face? No. I don't know how to describe this face. She's... To be honest. During the most risk- like bulging eyes, uncom- like, but no smile. Like her mouth wasn't moving at all, and her eyes were bulging. We all have different O faces. Yeah, but like, come on, it was d- depressing. It was. It was very much. I can't lie. During the like more risque scenes, I wasn't paying full attention because as much as I wanted to, I was watching like on my laptop in the kitchen with like my headphones on, and my dad was making like mashed potatoes and arguing with my sister in the living room, like going back and forth. Um, so like, and every so often he would walk over and just see what I was watching, like what I was doing. And so I had like turned the laptop away a little bit and I was like, who's again? What's going on? Like, I was so afraid that he's going to walk in on that scene where like, they're like running around naked. Um, he didn't luckily. Um, it was, it was, it was, it added to the ambiance, I swear. I mean, the sound, I mean, it's a film from the 70s. You can't, like, come for some of the technicals. But the sound was interesting. It it was quite mellow, and then it would have piercing moments. But I feel like almost accidental, the sound wasn't great because it was so inconsistent that I'd have the volume on, like, you know, like, 20 or whatever, and then all of a sudden I'd have to go down to, like, 12 because Jesus Christ. 
I I thought a lot of the technical aspects are actually really good. Um, I think that's probably because the director like made like forty films. That's the sound. Time. The sound in particular, I didn't have any it like um anything bad about it. Maybe it's just where you were watching it. Because oh. I was on Amazon Prime, that's where I watched it. Same. Mm. I did try to pirate it, and then a different vampire movie came up. Um, we don't support pirating. We don't support pirating, but I wasn't sure if I could find it on Prime. Okay, leave me alone. Um, so I was trying to find it on like my my websites first, and a different like I it was like oh the vampire lovers. I was like okay, this is the one I want, and then I click on it, and it's like a completely different like also Hammer lesbian like vampire film called like Kiss of the Vampire, I think. Um. And that was a very different experience. <laughs> they just open up fully with like the vampire lesbian dying. Did you watch it? No, I watched like the first ten minutes, and then I realized the subtitles weren't the same as like the one on the thing, and the pictures weren't the same with the one on the letterbox. So I was like, okay, this is not this is not the one I want. So yeah. smart. I'm very clever sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, sorry, I need to correct myself because earlier I said that it was uh, Laura who was the main love interest, and that's actually wrong. It was Emma, and then Laura was the first one. I believe Laura is the name of the girl in the Carmilla novel, but I could be wrong. I haven't read it. But yeah. So um, so we give us the film, love interest moment, pussy whipping everyone, feeding off her girlfriend's titty. As she should. Being friend zoned. As she shouldn't. <laughs> and then they start to figure her out towards the end. And so then she has to take over the, she has to pussy whip the, the what's his name, the guy. Oh, the butler. The butler. He's supposed to be with the butler because the butler was getting way too big for his boots. He was the boots. only one who suspected anything. And it's like, maybe, yeah, because the dad was out of town for most of it. And the governess was kind of in on it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, she wasn't in on it. She was pussy whipped. She was pussy whipped. Um, she was also hot. Um, <laughs> she thought, also, another thing, she had a, no, explain this, because she had a night with Marcella, right? Yeah. A night with Marcella. Let's, let's clarify that. Yeah. And the next morning, crack of dawn, she is... Ready at the breakfast table with the most convoluted, complex braids on her head. No. Maybe mm-hmm. she just stayed awake. I feel like maybe she just did. Honestly, how could you sleep? Literally. Like, maybe her legs were still vibrating or something. Um, <laughs> just like, how do you have a night with Marcilla and, like, not sleep through the, the next day? I I think maybe she's just, yeah. Also, something fun about... <laughs> Something fun about this film is, is that it's not the like typical like vampires burn up in the daylight type film. It's very much more traditional. Um, just vampires don't have as much power kind of during the daylight. Like you see them out during nature and all that. That's really fun. Yeah. Because um, I like as much as it's fun to have like vampires burn up during the day. It's kind of fun to see them out in the daylight. Like you're never safe. Yeah. And that's why I think the older like I read Dracula and I thought that was really great. Except she was kind of in a coma in the day in that one. But yeah. Cute. But um, so so they figure out they they go to the the mansion with all the yeah all the men go to the mansion they invade this woman's home invade her how dare they infiltrate her home oh wait she did that to them they invited her in they said Fair. please come and stay with they us. saw a sexy woman on the on the doorstep and they said get in here but when she was fucking you know the daughter instead of the dad they were upset. They were jealous. Literally. Um, death. I liked the I like the kills. I like the way that they killed the vampires going into their graves, stabbing the stakes through them. You know what reminded me of you know, um, you ever watch those videos of uh people who own pet snails? No. And you never seen these? And then the snails lay eggs and you have to like crush them. Oh, I've seen some people crush eggs, but that was like TikTok. 
Yeah, that's what it reminded me of when they were killing the vampires. Because otherwise your, your snails will have too many babies. Birth control. Birth control. Birth control. Take If this is reminding you, you to take your birth control. I didn't say that properly. Um, so I'm drinking. One second. Crush your eggs. Flush them babies out. But no, that's reminding me because they're just like, you know, opening up their caskets and seeing their like bodies and then like crushing them with yeah. the... The steak, the steak. It was very much given like crushing snail eggs. Um, yes. So they go through this mansion. Yeah. And they kill the rest of the family and they look at the portrait of Marcela and they're like, where's her grave? Because she needs to go back. Um, like, because that's where they thought she was resting. Um, but she's not there. And then during this time, Marcela knows what's going on. She's, yeah. she's figured it out. And she goes to the mansion and she takes, uh, Emma, the main love interest, and she instead of like murdering her right there, she's like, "You need to come with me." She's trying to take her away from this. She's trying to take her away from her family and her dad, and yeah. you know her life, and so that she can be with her forever. Um, but she gets interrupted by the governess, who's like, "Take me, take me, pick me, love me." <laughs> um, little bitch getting in the way of true love. Oh my God, I love that scene when she, they're going down the stairs. Yeah. It was so awkward because she, you know, she comes out and she's like, no, take me with you. Do you see the way Marcella looked back at her? She looked back, she turned around, walked Laura, uh, Emma down the rest of the stairs and then came back and <laughs> But the look, it was the look when she looked back, it was the most awkward but also low-key disgusted look I've ever seen. She's like, I have a new... It, it, it is literally like, you know, like, like starting to date someone and then when your old hookups turn up, it generally was that. <laughs> but it was the way she looked back like fuck I've got to take care of this and honestly if she didn't waste her time going back to kill her side bitch she probably would have gotten out alive so the governess could have literally just cried on the stairs and she would have taken uh, Emma and they would have been happily ever after but she could have taken both she could have taken both that would have been great the governess was so in love kill. but the men couldn't have that could they they couldn't have no, it no they couldn't have it they also, wouldn't allow it the church said no. The church said no. I also thought it was interesting because there is a few like straight sex scenes in between Marcella and the butler and stuff. Um, mm -hmm. And it's presented very much differently than the sex scenes between her and other women. It was grotesque. It was very more violent. It was rougher. It was more brutal. And then the way she sleeps with um, Emma, Laura, either of them, it's very much more soft, gentle, like, considerate. But, like, even when she's left with the governess, who is a woman, yeah, it was, like, gentle and softer, but it was very different. Mm -hmm. It was far more purposeful because it was about manipulation. manipulation. It was yeah. very different. Um, But even then, it was still gentler, more seductive, more romantic than when she fucked the butler. Yeah. I Ugh, just, it was I grossest just... kiss. You see the way they kissed? They were like eating each other's faces. She was like odd. eating every woman in that castle, yet none of it looked like actual eating until she kissed that. Fucking I feel like there's a deleted scene of her brushing her teeth after she kissed that one. It was horrid. <laughs> but I kind of liked how she almost, like, I don't know if it was accidental, but she almost did look like she was uncomfortable, disgusted by yeah, having she's to just kiss like, a man. Oh, I have to do this now. Um, I thought it was very cool and subtle how, like, she bites his earlobe and it's like, oh, it's a very seductive thing, but also that's how she, like, controls them, like, pussy whips them kind of thing, like, with her vampire powers. Mm -hmm. I would just like to preface, as much as I find Marcela really hot, she is actually still a villain. Is she? She's... I don't understand. I thought the men were the villain. The men are still the villain. I still hate them. <laughs> but you, you probably shouldn't use your vampire powers to, like, coerce people. Okay, if you had them, you'd use them. To coerce people! 
tahu. Mm. Stop calling me a sex offender. <laughs> it's not sex offending if you're a hot vampire. Is it not? Okay, yeah. Okay, fine. You want me to say it? Marcilla is a sex offender. Thank you. She's a villain. She's a terrible person. Yeah. But she's hot. She is so, so forgive her. She just wanted to be gay be slay. She, she, she did. She, she was gay and she did slay people. <laughs> um. I will say, so it gets to the end. So she's like, you know, she's going down the stairs with her love interest. Her side bitch is like, she runs back, kills the side bitch, goes back to her love. And then the man interrupts. Paul. Fuck you, Carl. Yeah. Fuck you, Carl. Um, but you know, so the man interrupts, Carl. Fuck you, Carl. Fuck you, Carl. And he comes in, he tries to attack her. She overpowers him, obviously. As she should. And then he pulls a blade from his boot that is shaped like a cross. It's like... <laughs> the Fucking... way, I will say, it broke my heart. I can't lie. I don't know. I mean, I guess this is a comment on performance, but Marcella's reaction when he pulled out the blade, her eyes, oh my God. I was heartbroken. I can't, like, I'm having a, a, a vulnerable moment. so hard. She generally, like, her eyes, the, oh, I was wrenched. I was wrenched. I was absolutely appalled. I wanted to cry. I, I was very upset because that's such a fucking bitch ending. Because it's like, it's not even a real cross. It's just a knife that looks like one. It's like, if you wanted to go all religious with it, that's fine. Except she goes to, like, church graveyards all the time. Like, yeah. her, bar- her grave is in a church. Like, it's inside, like, inside it. In like a tomb underneath it. So it's like, it's not exactly like she can't go to any religious place or, you know, do anything religious, but the sign of the cross, which isn't even a real cross, it's a fucking dagger, is the one that kills her. I mean, I, wow, it really, it pissed me off, but when it gets to come to actually dying, so the, she gets the cross in the face and she teleports away yeah. back into her coffin and that's when they find her coffin and her sleeping veil body, whatever. Yeah. And they stake her, but I loved that she didn't give him the satisfaction. Yeah. We've seen them stake so many vampires and the reaction is always like like this like scared, ah, fear. She didn't react. She she, she opened her eyes, looked at them. Closed them. And closed them. She didn't give them the satisfaction. She's like, you're not going to see me weak. The only person Mm-mm. who screams is actually um, Emma, her love interest. She goes, no, no. She has like a psychic connection to Marcela at this point. And she goes, no, don't do it. Don't do it. She's got her eyes closed. She's very much feeling the pain that Marcela's feeling. And she's the one who screams when like Marcela dies. Like all lesbian relationships. Um, you know, because they have that psychic thing. So I... You wouldn't know. Oh, sorry. Get a job. You've got some dick. Now get a job. Oh, that's so true. I haven't got myself a job. I only got you a job. Oh, yeah. Damn it. Exactly. Maybe I'll speak to my boss. Maybe I'll hire you. <laughs> the job. <laughs> well, stay at home twink. <laughs> They work at HR for an incorporated company. <laughs> Why are you attacking? The point is... You um, attack me first! The ending was really gay. It was sad. <laughs> I... <laughs> I hate that they not only staked her, but then they beheaded her. So also, cool. even the, like, cast of her face to make a beheaded, decapitated head of her was still kind of pretty. It was so pretty we've talked to the film very terribly go like watch the show. film yourself why are you relying on us to watch it for you like no 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 so no rely on us keep watching oh listening um no but i, I do think um this listening experience is probably better if you uh watch the film first and then come hang out with us so we've gone through the film so i thought we should do, do a couple of fun things 
fun things. So like, you know, a couple like questions, topics, whatever. So first thing we'll talk about, I feel like this might be an obvious answer. Mm-hmm. Who is your favorite character? Marcella. And who is your least favorite character? Marcella's my least favorite character. Uh, my, my, my most favorite character. Don't take that out of context. I love you, Marcella. Um, she's not gonna fuck you, no matter how hard you try. No, because she's dead. No, she's disgusting you. I did love her. Um, Marcella's my favorite. Her painting moment where it turned to skeleton. What's it called? Oh, um, like picture of Dorian Gray. That's it, it Dorian so Gray. Good. Yeah. I was very, it was, the effect of itself wasn't that good, but, like, the uh, visuals of it was very cool. There were, like, some, like, stuff that I, I appreciate because of the age of the film. Like, mm-hmm. oh, God, we're going back again, Jesus Christ. But um, towards, be- like, sort of the beginning of the film, there's a scene where they go from one bedroom into the other to watch the character sleep. Yeah. And it goes through a painting. That was very cool. And they've obviously used, like, a physical effect to sort of, like, a see-through yeah. screen or something, but it was just amazing. Anyway, sorry. Favorite, least favorite. So, favorite was Marcella. I would say, same. Marcella's my least favorite. favorite. Carl. Fuck you, Carl. I can't lie. I know I've been very nice, and this might come as a shock, but I hated the love interest. What's her name? Emma. I hated her. She was a bit... She was a... She was so annoying. And the way she kept friend-zoning her and acting like... She was dying. Yep. Yup. And she'd do nothing while she was dying. She was just lying there because she was ill. (laughs) I'm joking. Yeah, she was faking it. She was faking it. Faking it. Faking it. Like, I would still be up and walking around if a vampire bit me. Yeah, exactly. Come so on. Or she pretended she didn't want to go with the muscle on. Please. People these days. Who doesn't? At, at the end, she clearly wanted to because she was like, don't kill her. Make up your mind. See, this is why I don't like her. Mm-mm. That makes sense, but I, fuck Carl. That's why. Okay, so the second fun question I thought we'd ask, like, every episode is, I guess, if you were some form of victim here, do you think you'd survive? I think you would because you would just like give in to Marcilla and like become a vampire and like love her forever. Hot woman and stuff. Yeah. I don't think I'd survive because I'm a man. I think you would survive because she wouldn't be interested in you. You know, I think I'd survive because I mind my business. Exactly. <laughs> I don't think any man who minded their business and you would, would survive. Know, and you would know if you see bite marks on my neck, you're like, oh, that's just there. She's fine. I'm like, oh, yeah. well, good for her. <laughs> that would be my own reaction. Yeah. She, well, finally. I mind my fucking business. Like, I'm sorry. I've got no place in between these. Uh, as long as you don't interfere, she's not going to come for you. Literally, period. Like. <laughs> um, okay, another thing that I want to talk about, because this is a big thing for me in horror, is like how fuckable the villain is. And I feel like this is a really strong film to start on. Well, Marcel is technically, technically <laughs> the villain. And I don't think she like okay. No, don't get me wrong, she definitely did bad things, but I feel like all around the actual Yeah, she's the villain, isn't she? Damn it. She does kill people and like Yeah, but did, did that them. one man not kill like twelve vampires? That's killing people. Honestly, no, because there's this there's this anime, it's called Cheeky, and it's about vampires in this village. And they go and they have this like moral dilemma, and basically like the head vampire is like a child, and she goes, Is it wrong for us to want to live even if that means we have to kill others? And that's like the whole like premise of the show, right? And that's what I'm thinking of. Cause like they're presented as evil people for wanting to kill and hurt people. It's like, do they want to? Like Yeah. If a vampire is trying to live their life, like they have to kill people. And so is it morally wrong for them to do that? Um, which is a fun like philosophical question. But, but I'm not gonna delve she into didn't, that. didn't know, because it was very evident she didn't. What do you mean? She didn't want to kill. No, she didn't have to, because she was able to feed off of the girl. It made her sick, but yeah. not dead. And she could have done that to multiple people, just fed them to sickness and then yeah. moved on. 
That's true. I she think... fell in love. Yeah, Aww. she fell in love. Also, what was... No, okay, let's talk about it. I was like, what was that vampire man doing? What was his purpose? No, because he turns up like two scenes earlier in the film. I think he was a cut plot point. Like, I think they had him in like the few cuts and they had like written him into the script. And then they had like, like had to cut it for time. Because I think the film was like two hours or 90 minutes, one of the two. Um, And then they like left him in in a couple scenes because like... They just can't it, get together without a man approving, apparently. Literally, I was about to say, like, it was giving, like, a male gaze. It was like he was, like, a constant reminder that we are men watching. Yeah. It was very uncomfortable. Yes. It was very uncomfortable in those scenes, but for the rest, like, all of the nude scenes didn't seem like they were male gazy to me. Mm-hmm. Because they weren't, like, there was no men in those. Well, apart from the doctor scene where, like, a tit comes out. But, like, there's no, like, close-up on the boob. Like, you know what I mean? Like, big one. Okay. For a long time. Now, I'll play a little game with you. Okay, play a game. A fuck marry kill, but it's fuck marry or be killed by. Okay. Let me explain this game now because okay. first time we're playing it. When I say killed by, you're trying to pick someone you think you'd be able to survive getting killed by. Okay. So you want to pick someone who you're like I could defend myself against them. Okay. But I'm gonna give you three people. It's gonna be really difficult. You ready? Mozilla, mm-hmm. Emma, mm-hmm. or the really gross Dracula vampire guy. Right, well, I'd marry Marcella, I'd fuck Emma, and I could survive. You couldn't. You I could, couldn't. I could, mm. because I'm built different. No, I'm built no, different. no. I could fight him. You couldn't. I could fight no, him. No, you couldn't. I could. The only one you could survive. No, the only one you I could would... survive is Emma, which means you have to fuck the old man. I don't want to fuck the old man. Maybe you just... No, you just want to fuck no, old man. No, I set you up with this question. You want? You just want to fuck I old man. I set you up. No, because you know what? Look, I could beat him up, because I have a big pair of Doc Martens, and I could stamp on him until he dies. I have crucifixes. I can. I wear my little cross, you know. But I'll put him between my titties, so he's staring. He's like, "Oh, look at those!" And then I go, "Done. He's dead." <laughs> I could win. Wrap me up. I agree. I agree. Thank you. That's. Um, I didn't appreciate the fucking old man line though, because that, that he, he doesn't. I'm not old. Hi everyone, uh, for, for the listeners, um, that that voice off screen is our poltergeist. Yeah, he, uh, he haunts the podcast studio. So uh... you're 23. You're old enough. Yeah, he's 23. You bitch is going to be 23 real soon, and then you'll see how funny it is. 22 in 27 days. I've got like a year, old man. Um. So anyway, you're a year and 27 days till I'm 23. So just to um, we lost that point because we're talking about fucking old man. Yeah, we really were. We really got distracted. I'm more distracted by that than fucking Marcella. Um, okay. I'd so never I would be say, distracted while I was fucking Marcella. What would you, so let's just say rating wise, what would you rate it and would you recommend? I, um, rec- I would probably rate it. Uh, so like, I'm like a film nerd, so I use Letterbox. So I'm sorry. Um, so I would probably give it like a 3.5 out of 5 stars, but then like a little heart next to it because I really liked it. I would say same. Fun. I well, I mean, if I could be specific, I'd say maybe I say three. Three. I say three. Maybe just because I'm not a lesbian. That makes sense. That make there's not a lot of hot men for you to ogle at this time. There isn't. There's one semi-attractive man, and it's what's his name, Carl. Fuck you, Carl. Kind. I mean, what kind of name is that? I'd be like a three. Uh, but would I recommend it? I would, but it's it's a very specific film, and I feel like I'd I'd recommend it to any sapphic friend I have. Sapphic. But. Um, to non-sapphic, without the excitement of lesbian vampire, I don't know what else most people would enjoy from it. I mean, if anyone had like a 
proper respect for film or the gothic or the like especially gothic like gothic films i'd recommend it if you mm. are gay i'd recommend it or if you like vampires i'd recommend it um but yeah for most like viewers i'd, I'd say it's, it's very it's a very niche interest yeah we're gonna try and do loads of different stuff like niche stuff yeah but then also like mainstream stuff but we're starting off with a little niche thing because yeah. it's fun i think it'd be cool to like focus a lot on like queer horror i think we'll, we'll this podcast will mainly focus on like queer horror mainly not only but i mean i mean uh, let's not get into it because we could but like the history of queerness and horror is just like completely combined it, it's very much integrated yeah i mean if you're gonna find like queer representation in where's horror yeah but yeah so that's fun uh, thank you so much for watching thank you and all listening thank you listener um that was really fun to do uh it'll get better i promise this is our first time around look at our cute little candle we should do a seance a seance ready hands in oh um the spirit of marcella please fuck dea please she really needs it if you're listening right now i'm crying you really are would you no go on no, no this is an after podcast question this oh, is an after podcast <laughs> question I don't know where we else we can discuss this. No, we've already not done. We've already talked about how fucking desperate I am and how you want to fuck old men. I'm unemployed. <laughs> and then you're freelance. I'm unemployed. <laughs> He's available for podcasts. Listen, I'm gay. I'm gay. I'm um, pan. All right. Thank you. Bye. Bye.